Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it because we are joined by the one the only i can't even believe it we booked the biggest guest here miss sarah for asia david you are making my head bigger i tell you what i mean bigger than carolyn manzo i don't think so I mean, that was a huge interview for you last week or a couple weeks ago. That was enormous. People were loving that. Did I say it right? I always say it wrong. Is it Carolyn Manzo? Caroline. But you know what? Thank you, You know what? Is there really a difference? I mean, some people get very upset at us when we say Caroline. But Caroline, Caroline, call me David. I don't give a fuck. David, the the train has left the station. We all know who we're talking about when we say Caroline, Caroline. Carolonzo, we all know who we're talking about. So People what is that. the fucking difference? I and I met her at the Javits Center at a gift show several years ago. She was you very she lovely, was lovely in person. Yeah, she was very nice, very um understated. So I thought she was very understated on your um interview too. She was good. I liked her. I loved her. Um, can we talk about this a few weeks back? Andy Cohn made the reference of he was asked about the new Aroni. And what did he say? Well, it's different. Oh, what do you make about this? It seemed almost like- Is a that word. what he said? Were, were those his exact words? He's like, oh, it's it's different. Or... Well, he says, I want people to know this is a real departure from the former RHONY. This is going to be very different. It's going to be fantastic. It's the best thing we've done, but it's different. And I'm like, oh boy, is this a- what does this mean? I mean, are we just, is this, do we take this for face value or does this mean get ready? This show is like, ain't even, we don't know. I don't know. What do you make of that? I mean, a lot of people were like, that's what I say when I think something's horrible. That was the general consensus from the people that are listening in the comment section. Um, 
Look, I mean, I think it's like, this is why a lot of reboots fail. I mean, I, one of the best shows that has ever existed in the history of TV is the one, the only Gossip Girl. And then we had <laughs> Gossip Girl part two or reboot on HBO. And I, I tried, I tried so hard. We got some hotties out of it. I thought it was horrible. So the best show that also existed was Lisa Rinna in the one, the only Melrose Place. And we tried that on the CW years ago. So sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, I just, look, I think if you watch this and you compare it to Luann and Ramona and Dorinda, you're going to be disappointed no matter what, right? Jill Zarin. I mean, you can't compare it. I... Look, that trailer where you bite the apple, it gets you excited, but we're also not seeing anything, right? So listen, it's also too early to see stuff. We have to get the OC back on the air. Atlanta is back in our lives. You know, it's like we got some things to get through, so they shouldn't even be showing the trailer right now. But I think that was a teaser. I don't know. I haven't been excited up to this point about it. But I'm going to watch. Kim and I are actually going to be recapping it on Patreon because New Jersey is going to end. We're still doing real world New Jersey stuff, which I'll spill some tea in a second. So we're always going to be doing New Jersey because we're going to keep up with the girls. But I'm like, Kim, you're going to have to watch Roni, the reboot. And that's what you're going to talk about every week while we also <laughs> do, while we also do New Jersey because she keeps in touch with all these people. So we'll have New Jersey gossip, too. You know, there's going to be gossip. But Beverly Hills ain't back yet. So it's like it by process of elimination, I'm gonna watch. But are you excited for it? I don't know. Um, I am excited because I, I enjoy Jenna Lyons, you know, the former head of J. Crew. I'm really curious about her whole life. Like that she gives me Carol Rad as well vibes, you know, very um Yeah. No, just high end, I guess. And, you know, that she would do this show is interesting because at the end of the day, like we talk about, you know, everybody gets taken down. Everybody has a season. And I mean, she has <clears throat> an interesting past, right? She was married. She's now a lesbian. Uh, I think she has a couple of children. I don't even know who the ex-husband is or what their relationship is currently. So, you know, when she was huge at J. Crew and kind of like a cult following with her look, um, I really loved her look, but now I'm sort of liking it less. And maybe that's just because I see her everywhere, but it's very that like, I don't know, kind of male shirt and like always all the way unbuttoned. I don't know. I liked it. And now I'm like, eh, I'm getting a little tired of it. It looks a little dated, but what the fuck do I know? I mean, I'm wearing a lime green t-shirt, but anyhow. So I, I, what I like, and I think that they did well, right, is they captured this New York fashion scene, which is really, when I think of New York City, I think Broadway, I think fashion, I think a little stand-up comedy Saturday Night Live. So I think they were smart going in this direction of like, let's hone in on the fashion world, these women that are in that world. You know, again, I'm bummed. I really wanted the Lizzie Savetsky because she had tried so hard to get on the show and then she was on and she sort of had, she was kind of this Jewish matchmaker and like, I wanted to see more about her life. Um, I don't, you know, I'm going into it. Yes, I actually do want to watch because I really want to like it. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, like I, I I really want to like it. I want it to be, I want it to be, um interesting and fresh and i think I, I don't know these shows have gone so trashy to me it's like how do you how do you compete with like jen shaw in federal prison i don't know it's like 
How do you compete with Erica Jane's husband who stole a hundred million dollars to make her famous? I mean, I think they're going to try not to. I mean, look, Jenna Lyons yeah, was just hosting on E. Like she hosted the Met Gala. Like she was one of the commentators at the table with uh, Jonathan Van Nays from um, Queer Eye and Zana Rossi Roberts. I mean, so she was legitimately, that's a legitimate hired gig for the night to sit there with mm-hmm. three other big fashion commentators and give your opinion as she should. She was the president of J crew. Her look is not really for me either. Uh, change up the Dahmer glasses, uh, the unbuttoned, you know, shirt and men's shirt. Yeah, I, it, we, we have seen it before. I do think I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think this is going to like, to me, you're obviously going for younger. You're obviously yep. going for people in some type of influencer industry. Like Jenna Lyons gets, I mean, you know, I think I get the gifts to unbox and show everyone. I mean, she gets, I mean, I never do. I'm horrible at it. Um, She gets like thousands of unboxing things a day. Like unboxing is her social media. All she does is let's like pick up here. Oh my God, these slippers. Well, those are like $4,000 slippers. Next gift here. So like <laughs> they picked like in the influencer and beauty world and in PR. And so they're going for that, right? It's not like gallery girls back in the day. We're not gossip girl. We are in the thirties and forties. Um, I think I've said this before. I think you have to feature New York City as a housewife. You have to show the restaurants. You have to show benefits. You have to show private galas. You have to show black cars picking you up because we don't okay. drive in New York. Like you have to show New York, Rockefeller Center and the skating. And, you know, they're going out to the Hamptons. I'll see them. Hi, girls. But you have to show New York. I think that is how it could be interesting because this isn't Salt Lake. This isn't Dallas. This isn't the OC. Like you have the city, which Andy Cohn and Dorinda and everyone that said, you know, the reason season 13 really failed is COVID and we didn't have the city in it. Well, okay, you know what? Now is your chance to prove this. Dorinda wasn't in season 13. She just has spoken on it and said, give the girls a break. It was COVID. So now we have New York. New York's open, everyone. So if they feature New York City and what living here is, you know what I mean? And Broadway and 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 the fabulous five-star restaurants where like your meal is like $900 just to be allowed to like walk in. Like if they showed this, it could be great. But I think you have to really factor New York City in as a housewife because you have it. And I think if not, it's just a bunch of new women. I don't know. I don't know. So I am getting more hopeful as the time approaches. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle? that gets you high yet that's right it's summer and it's time for you to get your hands on america's new favorite product danksicles 20 milligrams of thc in two great flavors the latest and greatest innovation from indicloud 
Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Listen, you guys know that vodka is my go-to to kind of take the edge off, right? I mean, I talk about it all the time. You guys also know that I just moved into my Hamptons house and my LA house, and life has been a little more stressful than normal. If you could see how I've been living, literally, I mean, I'm too busy doing this podcast to unpack. So there are literally clothes all over the floor. And I just, I have friends that swear by THC gummies. And it's really not been my thing, but I'm like, listen, I need something. And my mind was racing. All I was doing was thinking about unpacking and I also couldn't sleep at night. So all my friends use microdose THC gummy. So I'm like, look, let me try it out. I started with the entry level dose, which I love. They have an entry level dose. I'm like, okay, this sounds like me. The wild berry is great. And I have to say the THC gummies from microdose helped me sleep better at night. They definitely took off the anxiety. And I also feel like I'm living more in the moment and I'm not really, when I'm working, I'm not really thinking about unpacking. And when I'm unpacking, I'm not really thinking about work. So listen, check out Microdose. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code VELVETROW to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com code VELVETROW. When Legacy was announced, people are slipping into my DMs and they said, you said Within 30 seconds of it being announced, we will never see Legacy on our TV screens. And I am right. We will never see that version of Legacy on our TV screens. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Okay. Now we have this new thing Andy's dangling that he has Legacy News very soon. They are turning it, you know, look, from my reliable sources, they are truly turning it into Girls Trip. What that those rumors are true. I believe based on my sources, you know, it's so funny. This is why like, like you say, everything in Hollywood is smoke and mirrors. It's like, we're not using Ramona for legacy. We have contracts went out. Ramona was truly fired, despite the fact that she said it's no longer for her. And I do believe Ramona, when she said for then the next few months, like legacy loser. And like, I love my life now. And like, I do think Ramona was living her life because Ramona is all about Ramona. But here <laughs> we are, we're going to do this girl's trip. And it's probably not going to include Jill Zarin. Because she also basically said she doesn't want to be on it by not signing, which everyone knows. And all of a sudden, now there's rumors that Ramona's back in. Well, that's pretty much true based on my sources. So they say they don't want Ramona because of this troubled past and the ebony and all this stuff we were finding out about Ramona with the word racism. We can't have Ramona on our TV screens at Bravo because we don't do that. We're very proper network. And now all of a sudden, if Jill's out, you need someone. You need someone. We're not going to go to like freaking Jules Weinstein, who I love, but you know, not with the word legacy. You have to have Ramona because Bethany ain't doing it. Jill ain't doing it. So you have Dorinda, you have Sonia, you have um, Kelly Bensimone, and you have, who the hell am I forgetting? Dorinda? Did we say Dorinda? Dorinda, Sonia, Kelly Bensimone, and 
the number Tinsley, one housewife, Countess. You have the Countess, my girl. Oh, the Countess, right, so right, like right. with Jill out, you need Ramona. Sure. I think Tinsley is great if she'll do it. I don't know if she'll do it, but even with her, you need another anchor. Jill was an anchor. Jill is an OG. When you think of, I still think when people think of New York housewives, they think of Bethany and Jill first and foremost, separately having nothing to do with e either of them. So if Jill's out, I think you need Ramona or, or Bethany and she ain't doing it. So like all of a sudden we had an issue with Ramona and we're not using her. And we basically fired her and allowed her to say that she's walked away, which all was from racism things. And I actually don't think Ramona is racist. I think she has a lot of troubled things that come out of her mouth, but I don't think at her core she's racist, but that's not the point. All of a sudden now as a network, we're asking her back. Well, you're of course you're asking her back because you never let her go for the right reasons. You let her go for optics and now that you, cause you didn't need her. And now that you need her here, she is. And it's also funny. Cause I have from other reliable sources that Ramona who says, Oh, I love my life. Legacy loser, legacy loser. I'll never do that show. I'm so happy now. My life is so calm. It's so relaxed. I love my new life. Well, I heard from reliable sources that when the offer goes out, Ramona's going. So that's it. And they all lie, Sarah. They all lie. Ramona well, says she's not interested. I respect this so much about Andy. Andy's so smart, but Andy doesn't care. Like they trash no. Andy and Bravo all the time when they leave. They're all like, I'd never go back. They say all these. I mean, look at Bethany, every single thing. You know, Bethany has now said she would go back for the right amount of money, which I think is over $2 million. She'll be, she, you know, I think Bethany for a is week? competitive. For the week? Uh, well, for the 10 I, days? I don't know what she would do it for that, but she said she'd go back for the right amount of money, but they're not going to pay. They don't want to pay because I don't even think it's worth it, right? I think if they paid Bethany, I don't know, a million dollars, let's say for 10 days, I just don't think they're even going to make it back in revenue. I don't know that that many more people are going to watch to make it worth it. I don't know if you need yeah. her. Andy doesn't care if they, what they say. They all trash it. Tamra, Teddy on their show. I mean, they all trash it and then they're invited back because- I go back to our friend Carlos King. I think at the end of the day, Carlos said, look, with these franchises, you had such huge personalities a decade ago that made these shows. That's what people want. They really don't want maybe once in a while a newbie. Like I think Candace, our girl, you know, Candace Dillard Bassett did a really great job of coming in and holding her own. But they're really they couldn't do it in Dallas. I mean, we'll see about Salt Lake. I mean, I think they desperately need Mary Cosby back in the mix to some degree. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of where. I mean, we'll see where have newbies been. Uh, I it's mean, hard. well, I we have, have Jennifer to. Pedantry coming to the RHOC this season. We'll see how she does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, with RHOC. You. Let's hope it's the that the season's way better than the trailer. I mean, Tamrat has scurried out from under <laughs> Teddy's asshole and has said, and I forgot who else said this, Tamrat and someone else is saying, oh, we are shocked at the trailer. We're shocked. I mean, based on how great the season's going to be, it's like, we can't believe that was all that was shown in the trailer and let us. So, I mean, now you have an actual cast member that actually is admitting that the, tra it's like Tamara, well, shut up. Because it's like nobody it's, yet. Actually like just, just don't make a comment. You're like acknowledging that we all think this sucks yeah. and basically saying like, I can't believe that's the trailer they showed. Girl, you're basically saying you don't think it's good either. That ain't so good, Tamara. And she's not no. a rocket scientist, that that Tamara. 
You know, she's not. I mean, she's not. You know, she's a good housewife. She's good at the job, girl. She's better than Teddy was. Jesus. But um, you know, the um, rat. The rat has scurried, girl. The rat has scurried. You're right. She shouldn't have said anything because it was a, an admission of how bad. I, I mean, it's bad. If that's they couldn't even come up with like a cliffhanger. It's bad. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I'm not giving it much of a chance. I'm going to watch. And then now, I mean, Atlanta is back. It's come back. I didn't watch, you know, the first two episodes, but it's back with a boom. I just interviewed someone from Atlanta. She's coming up or you probably already heard it by now. Um, This is the fire alarm going off in the hotel I'm at in New York City. Believe it or not, we can't hear it. Okay, good. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. So like, we'll see what happens with Roni, right? We'll see what well, happens. In this interview you have coming up with an RHOA uh, associate. I, I mean, I, I'm not, wait, I don't want to spoil well, anything. No, it, it doesn't matter. Spoiler. It doesn't really? matter. Well, it will, it, it already aired now by the time you hear this. Miss Sanya Richards Ross, the Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, Sanya sort of alludes to the fact that this whole Drew Sedora divorce is fake. Like, do you think that, or not fake, but really they don't know. Okay. Now this, let me clarify before we, I texted Sarah because Sarah thinks the scandal is set up. And then I said, I don't think it's set up. I said, see, Sarah, this is how rumors get started. I said, I said, I think that the Drusadora divorce is set up. Now, what's her, now Sanya never said that. Sanya said, I don't think they want it. She said like multiple times, I don't think they want it. I said, does your husband still keep in touch with Ralph? She's like, I keep in touch with Ralph. Everyone should go listen to this interview. And I said, well, if you, what do you mean you don't? She's like, I don't think they both, I don't think they both want it. I'm like, so if they don't want the divorce and they're, I mean, they could say, whoops, sorry. I'm like, you and your husband could take them out to dinner. You could try to stage an intervention. Like, I don't understand. So she really didn't mean anything about it being fake. I just... Look, I mean, Ralph was in Tampa and I don't think they had the best marriage when we were sitting. But like if two people don't want it, I mean, Drew is also alleged abusive behavior by Ralph. She says serial cheater. Yeah, that's Sanya, Sanya, but I, I asked Sanya, I said, what about that? She's like, I don't want to diminish anyone's story, but I, I want them back together. She wants them to stay together. So I'm like, girl, go for it. There you go. Your third season of storyline, getting these two back together. I don't know. The more she talked, the more I was like, listen, Drew and Ralph, they're the same in that they love a camera, girl. They love a camera. You know how we talk about authenticity? Drew Sedora loves those cameras, as does Ralph. So nothing shocks me anymore. I don't know. It wouldn't, I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't put it. That would be a turn of events. Okay. I mean, listen, we have Robin Dixon, Juan. I mean, they're accused of having a fake marriage for for the show. Uh, Look, that's a mystery to me. I can't wait for RHOP to come back. I mean, I can't wait to find out what's going on there. We don't have to spend too much time on this because people don't want anything from me other than Bravo. But let me tell you something. The most exciting thing, the most exciting thing in reality TV of, I think, the entire 2023 is that fucking Sammy motherfucking sweetheart is back on fucking Jersey Shore. I am beside myself. Drop the mic. Drop the computer. Drop the podcast. We're out. No more Sarah and David. I'm doing a Jersey Shore podcast only. I am speechless, thrilled, happy. Biggest thing 
in reality TV for 2023, Sammy motherfucking sweetheart is back on Jersey Shore. I just had wow. to share that with you. Yeah. All right. Huge, huge, huge. Um, okay. We have a ton of topics to discuss. What would you like to discuss? Well, um, what did you make up? <laughs> this is carried on and on. Ebony K. Williams and Ayana Van Zandt. Ayana was a guest on Ebony's um, podcast. You, you've had Ebony on the show. And the clip that went viral, although I, I have not listened to the full podcast episode, I spent way too long listening to an interview of Ebony on The Breakfast Club. Yes, I listened to that. You, did you? I don't know. I mean, there. I guess there's like so much more in the actual podcast, but that clip went viral of basically Ebony looking completely zoned out and saying that she would never date a bus driver. And then Ayana kind of saying, well, that's the problem with society is like, and, and women that, you know, you guys all have these unrealistic expectations. And then I think initially Ebony got destroyed. She then went on Breakfast Club. Then people were like, oh, you've explained it better. How did she explain it? Because I saw that because the Breakfast Club came for her. Well, on The Breakfast Club, she basically said it's a bigger conversation within the Black community about um, ownership, owning homes, um, building something bigger. Because Ebony's response to Ayana was, I I would only date a bus driver if he owned the bus company. I I heard that. Then, but the, yeah, I mean, The Breakfast Club, well, at least um, Envy kind of came for her and was like, the, it, wh- like what are you but talking about these anybody are the people that, that buy your books these are the people that listen to your podcast well and also if you if you do something like a military job a bus driver job you know if you work for anything that has a union you know everybody knows after about 20 years you're in a vested pension so a lot of people do it for 20 something years they already get a vested you know three grand four grand a month then they go on to do something else you know a whole nother career um I don't know. It was just, it was like, I kind of got bored by the end of the breakfast club thing. Cause it was like back and forth and back and forth. And, um, you know, I think, I think to her point, she probably was taken out of context. I guess I just have to say, like, I can't believe she was ever cast for Real Housewives of New York. Cause she says on the breakfast club interview, she's like, I'm not an entertainer. And I'm like, yeah, you really aren't. Like, how did you ever get cat? Like, how did they ever think that you were, she, she is very, is she a lawyer? Uh, yeah, that's why. Yes, she is a lawyer. And then I'm going to give you all my opinions when you're done. So go on. She's a lawyer. No, no, she just, um, you lawyers, you have a way about you. And and she just is so lawyer to me. I'm like, I don't don't know how you ever got cast on Real Housewives of New York. I really don't. She's just very, she's just very attorney. Like it's, it's, I don't know. Here's my thing. Now, although when it, I'm going to give you my opinion since you brought it up. Although I have voiced my own opinions here about, you know, whether I think Ramona is truly racist and that I do think there was an investigation, which I don't think happened. So I will voice my real opinions here as to what really happened with all of that. Same way I will voice my opinions about Margaret Josephs, and we're not friends anymore. I, outside of the house, I'm, I'm in, even in the housewives world, but other than that, un, I mean, I am not unbiased. I am biased. I fucking love Ebony. Yeah, she, you said that. She is. I saw <clears throat> all of it. I love that she's sitting there and she's like, I don't care if you're fucking DJ Envy. Um, you're, you're asking me a question. I'll put you in your place, bitch. And I... <laughs> Like, I love the lawyerness of Ebony K. Williams. I love it. I think that she, I completely 
understand why she got cast. No one else really does. People are going to agree with you. But I mean, look, she is, they want a certain lifestyle. She just bought an apartment. I won't say where unless she has said where on her Instagram, because you tell me I'm not supposed to reveal the general area people live in. See, I've learned something. You're not. Good. She is successful. I mean, they were looking for their first black New York housewife. That was that was the casting directive. She's extremely attractive. I find her extremely pretty, which they want. That's what they want in a housewife. She has the clothes and the bags and she's smart. I and she can argue, girl. Uh, so I get it. I get it. I get it. I Ebony said this when she was on my show, which I agree with. I think she said it's already starting to be taught in schools. Nobody wants to hear this. We won't get political. She says season 13 of Roni is is already. No, she said season 13 of Roni is already being taught in some. I don't know what the course is, but in what capacity? Well, I think there's courses on like gender and race. And I think that this she I agree with her. I think season 13 is a psychological study of an all-white cast who brought in someone who again ebony's thing in life like she just wrote a book bet on black like that is her her that is her genuine these are the things she talks about like but what i think is interesting is oh my god now you guys know i love drinking vodka i talk about it all the time on this podcast it really is my go-to to have a good time to relax to unwind But right now, I'm not sure I'll ever drink vodka again because I'm obsessed with these Nebula 9 ready-to-drink cocktails. I like to say it's vodka in a can, but okay, it's much more than that. Nebula 9 has great flavored vodka, but I really am obsessed with these like cans. I mean, they're so easy. You just open the can and you drink. Each can has two shots per can. So each can, you drink one can, it's like having two shots of vodka. How great is that? Now, I told you last week, and this is very serious, that my favorite flavor was the Palmy Blue Cosmo. I stand corrected. I've spent the past week with these four amazing flavors, Moscow Mule, Pineapple Passion Fruit Paradise, Grape Beyond, and the Palmy Blue Cosmo. I stand corrected. I like the great beyond the best. Also, there's no added sugar. And so like, you know, sticking on my health kick, it's the summer. This also works for that. Order yours today at nebula9vodka.com and use promo code velvet for 10% off your order. Of course, always drink responsibly. And of course, you have to be 21 years or older to purchase. That's nebula9vodka.com. Use promo code velvet for 10% off your order. Enjoy. This is like, I love, this is ebony. So whereas Sonia, I don't know what's really up with Sonia. I would say you should be worried about her. I mean, Luann has her cabaret. Ramona, I guess we can call it a podcast she has now. We'll talk about it, which is no shade to Ramona. Oh, yes, with her daughter again. Right, so, and I love Avery. So like, I'm just saying like, I think- the more Ebony is in the world, people are kind of being reminded that like, this is a woman that had a whole media, a real media career that has a real media career after Housewives. I love that type of story arc. Kind of like a Cynthia Bailey who like is doing like movies. And yes, she's but like, if you don't act like a fool, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be mean. No one is hiring Sonia Morgan to like, for like a real job. It's not an insult. It's just, so I think the more Ebony is out there writing books and talking about things and going on, standing up to DJ Envy. Like, I just think it's like, let's remember that this person has like a real job in the media, which I know no one cares about because they just care about sloppy housewife shit, but I love it. 
And I love my lawyers. Maybe not Jackie Goldschneider, but I love my other lawyers. So go on. Jackie Goldschneider. Jackie Goldschneider. You want to hear who else? What? My good friend. My my good friend. She's really my good friend, Anna Kinkose. We talked about we 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 wanted to start a lawyer, some type of lawyer bravo show for housewives. Anna Kinkose is from Miami. Phaedra Parks. She's an attorney. Yeah. Well, I know Phaedra. I know. I, and, I, you know, I this one. You don't know this one. Phaedra as an attorney. Yes. I think you told me that. Yes. With, but years ago when I co-hosted on Hot 99.5 The Kane Show, it was a nationally syndicated show back in like 2008 to 2013. It was like the number one morning show, one of them across the country. Bobby Brown was divorced from or getting divorced from Whitney Houston. He had gone to jail for the umpteenth time. And we had, I don't even know how we got in contact with him, but we basically contacted Bobby in jail. No one would bail him out. Whitney would not bail him out. He had no money. So we had agreed to bail Bobby Brown out of jail, the $25,000 or it was $22,000, but he had to come and co-host for a week, the Kane show with us. I like yes, this. Yes, yes. He was going to do it. Phaedra was his attorney. So Phaedra was so anyway, of course, we pay the money. He is bailed out of jail and then refuses to come to D.C. and co-host Phaedra. So we talked to Phaedra. We put her on air and she was very apologetic. And she's like, I'm sorry. my Yes, my client is in breach of contract. She, anyway, she was great. She did not seem at all like she wanted to be famous. In fact, she seemed embarrassed by Bobby Brown's. And I, I actually think Bobby has talked shit about her since. Like, I think he didn't like her as his attorney. Anyway, I think they've talked shit about each other. Anyhow, I don't know what Phaedra and iHeart negotiated, but somebody paid back the 20 something thousand dollars to the radio station and he never did come co-host. So I don't know if she paid it, if Whitney Houston ended up paying it, he ended up coming up with the money anyhow, but she was, she was very understated. She is not like the Phaedra you see on TV at all. Again, this was like, would would the radio station have sued uh, Bobby Brown? Well, we were at the time we were going on air every day, basically slamming him that he was in breach of. So every day we would basically do a segment dedicated to Bobby Brown being a dirtbag that we had bailed out. And, I, you know, I mean, Kane was always a genius like this, although I don't know if it was genius, but he was always recording things because I, th- I can't remember if Maryland, I don't know, or Maryland or Georgia, wherever he was. Anyway, one of them, I think you could record without consent in the state. So he'd recorded like all the calls of Bobby saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll co-host, blah, blah, blah. And then, I mean, we would just light him up every day on air. So I think they got to the point they didn't want any more because he was like on probation and, uh, you know, all these things. That's a good one. So they did end up paying and then we stopped talking shit about him on air. Is there anyone for maybe like 2,500, you and I can split it, that we could bail out of jail and get here? In jail. Well, I don't know. I mean, we someone- ain't getting, uh, We ain't getting, uh, what's her face? Jen Shaw's not getting out of jail. She hates, and she also hates me. I don't, I don't know if I believe Tom Girardi really has dementia. And I would think for 2,500 bucks, we could get somebody close to Tom Girardi probably to talk shit about Tom. Um, who else is in jail that we know? We need someone who works at Tom's facility and someone who works at Raquel's facility, and we can do it anonymous. We have to find someone. I want someone who works at Tom's facility and someone who works at Raquel's facility. I want them. And we can disguise the like, wah, 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 wah. We can disguise their voice so Mm -hmm. they won't get fired from their job. And we will have an interview here. And I want to know, really, Raquel, probably I would prefer it. 
Like, I would like to know what Raquel's day-to-day is like. Uh, really, I please find me somebody. Somebody. Anonymous. Oh. We can disguise those. Okay, Hi, great. this is a worker at Raquel's facility. Yes, I am responsible for seeing her every day. We, could, we don't have to say what you do All there. Right. Email us, the yeah. Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. David and I team up often. By the way, I wanted to just mention to you. Go on. No, I wanted to talk about people are emailing us about advertising on our show. David and I team up. We do two podcast episodes a week. We take on advertisers from national, local, you name it. Okay. We want your brand, your business to be here on this podcast. You want to reach almost a million listeners and subscribers every single month. We are your podcast. The Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. We'll send you our rates. We know so many of you work for amazing companies and we're looking for beauty products, by the way. Most of our audience is women and fabulous LGBTQ+. So skincare products, drink alcohol. I mean, not to label all of us ladies and LGBTQ+, as drinkers and caring about our skin, but we kind of do. Hair products, um, eyeglasses, anything along that lines. But even technical, we have a a brand coming up that we're going to be working with that's searching for nationwide to staff their business. So it can be something, too, if your company is even like an Indeed and you guys want to reach more people, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com, and I'll share our rates. You and your brand can be heard here on the show. And it's real. We're hearing from you guys, and the advertising is going to start. And at some point, we're going to be full. So... Yes, you know it. You know it. Okay, what else? I talked talked about this with Kim on the Patreon last week. You know, when you hear this shit, this leaked shit from the New Jersey reunion and this and that, and it's all, it's like my good friend, your good friend, Carlos King says. We're buddies now, thanks to you. And I I adore him. He's amazing. He's literally the best. When you hear it from David or Carlos, it's real. All shit. Oh, blah, blah, blah. All these people, exclusive, exclusive New Jersey. It's all a bunch of fucking lies, people. Now, as I've been saying all season, Melissa Gorga wasn't coming back. I don't know, but that was just my guess. Then we have this bullshit that everyone's coming back. I heard everyone was coming back too from a quote unquote reliable source. Well, I have, I've talked about it on the Patreon last week with Kim. We broke this news. Um, a couple of things. First of all, I heard two things. I heard that a lot of the leaks from the New Jersey reunion came from hair and makeup. There's a lot of people that do hair. There's a lot of people that do makeup. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone in particular. Okay. I heard from a pretty reliable source. That's where a lot of the leaks are coming from. Second of all, you and I have talked about this before. You always have to question, why are you telling me this information? Who are you? Are you a housewife? Are you a producer? My information comes usually from people in corporate or people that really are high up in the Bravo world. You still don't know if it's true, but I heard from a reliable source, which I talked about on Patreon, that the they were supposed to start filming right away in New Jersey in June. They are not. They are not filming in June. They are not filming in July. They are not filming in August. New Jersey is on pause. Drop the mic. It is. It's on pause. They're waiting to figure out they're going to fire Melissa and Joe. They're waiting to figure out how everything shakes out. You know, there are lots of rumors with Louis being investigated by this law firm, which I don't even know what the fuck it means. I guess that means just like a private investigator's you know, maybe somebody's hired them, I guess, to investigate him for potential fraud. I think... I love this, the breaking news here 
on Behind the Velvet Rope. I'm Sarah Fraser Show. I think this is because they, they are waiting to see how it all shakes out. And do they need Melissa and Joe Gorga? Do Melissa and Joe get one more season? I know you say they don't. But I to me, in, in, when does when does New York debut? When and by New the York way, debut? this won't be breaking news by the time you heard this because it was on the Patreon and by a week oh. and it's all going to be. No, but it is breaking news in the time that we're recording this. It's not out right now. Um, New York, we have the OC in June. And we have New York 716, which, by the way, is a Sunday night. I think is New York going to be on after Atlanta? Is that their lead in, RHOA? Seems like it. Unless they're going to start it on a Sunday and switch days. I'm okay with it being on a Sunday. Um, listen, there's very few things I know, but let me tell you the one thing I know. I'm going to be very honest with you. There's one thing I know for certain tell in life. Tell me. No housewife show. No, as I'm going to be talk like Carlos King now. No housewife show has ever, this is my Carlos impression, ever gone on pause, people, and then come back with the whole cast. I mean, that's really what happens. Okay, maybe there's one exception. But okay. the point is, we had a pause for the OC, and then everything switched off, and we had no Tamara and no Vicky. We had a pause for New York, and the whole fucking cast got fired. We had a pause for Beverly Hills. When Beverly Hills ended, I said, maybe I'm wrong after all these months, and Lisa's coming back. Then when they said pause, I'm like, oh shit, she's fired. There's no pause. If anyone, if everyone was coming back, there's no reason to pause the damn show. We could start the filming the next week. A pause means cast is changing. So all this bullshit that came out where I said, don't be so quick to believe it, that everybody was coming back, seems that is not the case. This pause is not, no, 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 not everyone is coming back. And I think this means that Melissa and Joe are going. I really do. And I think if they don't go, I think Margaret goes. I don't think they're both coming back together. I think- Really? You think Margaret could be on the chopping block? Only if they keep keep Melissa, if they keep Melissa, the only other way to change this show so drastically, because we are not getting rid of Teresa because that's not an option. No, no way, no way. Especially now with Louis. Never. It's never happening. So I still think that they keep, I think scenario A is the most likely Melissa and Joe go. Scenario B, Melissa stays and Margaret goes is second. And I think there's a world in which they get rid of Melissa and Margaret. I do. I really do. But I really think. Wow. Getting rid of Rinna alone is enough. This show is forever changed. You and I were at Toothless Not Homeless. There wasn't so much exploding there, right? We're going to have a nice, happy little season. And everyone's going to decide if you're happy that Rinna's gone because that's what you wanted. Well, here we go. I think Melissa and Joe alone will be enough. It will change the show. Margaret will come back and have to just do something different. And I, yeah, I, I really, not ever, look, there's no pause when everyone coming back. That doesn't exist. There's no point that everyone was coming back. It's easy. It's when not everyone is coming back and we need to distance from a toxic season and figure it out. Yeah. Wow. It's not, it's not looking good. It's not. All right. Good. Oh my God. This and is maybe, wild. Maybe they'll be back. Maybe they'll be back, but I don't think Melissa and Margaret, I think the show is changing. This is it. It's changing. Everyone's getting their wish. And by the way, we didn't even talk about pump closing. 
I know we didn't even talk. What's your theory, by the way? I, I kind of, after I read the CNN article, Lisa Vanderpump's pump, you know, legendary restaurant had a 10 year lease has been open for a decade here in West Hollywood is closing. They cite that the owners, you know, the amount of rent they want is just obscene for another 10 year lease. At first I was like, is that their excuse? Cause pump wasn't doing that well, but I, I I guess it's a little bit of both, right? I bet the I bet they did. I mean, you know, the cost of living anything or renting anything here is like obscene, right? So I would imagine after a decade that that they wanted a huge increase in a prime location in West Hollywood. So I think that part's true. And probably it's true that pump, you know, people aren't there as much as they used to. They're in Vegas. Their properties in Vegas seem like they're thriving. Um because we'll you know that they what, said something Andy's. else, right? You know that the owners responded. Oh, they did know. What did they say? A bullshit Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, like, they did. <laughs> you were. It was on Perez Hilton. It was all over. Like that. Um, that basically, girl. Like you owe money, girl. Like you oh. weren't. You weren't always keeping up with your payments and stuff. Oh, um, really? I'm. 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 You know. I'm. What's the word? I'm paraphrasing, but Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, pump restaurant claims to be closing after a huge, the landlord says, not accurate, Lisa, not accurate. Um, Landlord says, and TMZ, and let me tell you, when I work with all the media, TMZ is really, really anal. They don't put it out unless they investigate. That Lisa and her hubby Ken were not willing to pay the one million in rent, as the couple found it absurd. While that is what the couple is telling, if you ask the landlord, it's flat out untrue. Okay. Lisa's comments regarding the rent for Pump are not accurate. We did not raise the rent, and in fact, have been nothing but supported as they tried to catch up on lease obligations, including forgiving some rent during COVID. They're saying the exact opposite. We would let you stay for the exact same amount you owe back mm. rent and you owe rent during COVID. And we actually forgave that, which I think by law, you kind of had to, but you know, regardless you owe rent and that's the problem. Um, She has sir. She has Tom, Tom Caesar's palace will be. Owed. So, I mean, that's really it. They're just saying uh, that's not true, girl. You owe rent and um, you didn't pay it. And you also didn't pay during COVID. I mean, no one did. And we forgave that. So Look, Pump is right on the corner. It's there's the Abbey. There's Tom. Tom Pump is in between the two. You know the scene, girl. You're in West Hollywood. Um, I mean, I no offense to Lisa. Like I do walk by Pump. It doesn't really, you know, when you're out with the boys and you want a boys' night out in WeHo, people still go to that Abbey, girl. You know, we have Kathy. Yeah, Hilton they do go to the Abbey in. a lot. Nobody yeah. really Very goes. Famous. There's Orbar. I love Orbar. Shout out to Orbar. <laughs> Uh, nobody really goes to pump. You kind of just don't go. You go to Rocco's, Lance Bass's place down the street. So yeah, it just, listen, Sarah, as my friend, I have a lot of friends, you know, you, you, you know, my friend, Bethany Frankel, I got another friend. Her name is Heidi Klum. And she says one day you're in and the next day you're out. You're out. Pump had its moment. Had a good run. Had a good run. Yeah. Had a good run. This is, listen, this is the land of dreams. It's, it's L.A., Things fade fast here, honey. So it's not, wasn't booming. I'm sorry, Lisa, it wasn't booming. I, I gotta wonder what the truth is. I mean, you know, Peter, when Peter Mattergrill was on, he said, sir, was booming. I mean, 
Oliver Saunders said the LA, these Vegas spots were booming, booming. Do we think shorts and Sandy's is booming? Let me tell you something. What? I believe Oliver. I do not believe Peter. Again, I've walked by Palm. So uh, when I have been to SAR, I'm not trying to be mean. It was never booming. I do think the Vander Vegas is a different thing. I mean, everybody's oh, a yeah, tourist Vegas. in Vegas and everybody wants to just pop in. It's in a hotel. It's easy. It's I think there's, I mean, and that's huge. Yeah. The Vegas places are popping both of hers. I mean, you know, at least when I was there and I, I believe that I was at Schwartz and Sandy's with Anna Kim Kosis, Miami housewife and her daughter, Baba. They were on the podcast. It was busy enough. The Wednesday night we were there, it wasn't popping, but look, it's like someone who said something to me the other day. And I thought they were, well, Jill Zarin said this to me and I thought she was really, she, as usual, it was a smart thing. Jill said, it's like, it's true. Like it's like what Sutton does. Sutton's like, come spend Valentine's day with me. Come spend mother's day. If you want your place to be booming, it's very simple. Go to your Instagram and say, I am Schwartzy. I am going to be there Saturday from 10 AM to 6 PM. I'm going to be holding court behind the bar. I guarantee you the line would be out. If I was in LA girl, you would be picking me up on the way. We'd be going right now, right? If Schwartzy was there tomorrow morning. Oh, well, yeah, I'm Sarah. obsessed with Schwartzy. So there you go. There if you I go. If I were single, I would, I would be, there would just be one man for me. It he's, would be Schwartz. He's, he's so cute. cute. I love cute. his personality. I'm obsessed. He's so carefree. He, there's something very comedic about him. I, like like I, a wet noodle. I, well, now he's heading I to Fox, him. girl. He's heading to, he's heading to Mars. Yes! He's going to Mars with our Portia Williams. Oh, that's right. That's that right. They show. do some space show, right? Where they're supposedly, are they really going to go to Mars or they just are going to train like they're going? I think they're just going to train, but there you go. I'm sorry. Yeah, Portia got it. Adam Rapon got it. It's a good list of people that got it. I'm not saying Schwartz, he couldn't have gotten it. The scandal, dude. The scandal helped. Sorry. Um. Wait, one last thing for you, and then I know we have to go. What are your thoughts on the show The Goat, which is basically going to take, I feel like this concept has been done before. It's going to take all these former reality stars and ca- crown America's number one reality star, I guess. Um. Sounds like it's almost very Big Brother-like. They're just going to like live in a home, I think, or something and do things. Um. Who's on it? Jill Zarin's on it. Kristen Doty. Kristen Doty's on it. Tasha Adams from The Bachelor. Okay. What are your what are your thoughts? Um, I love my Joel Zarin. That's correct. We are friends now. Um, I think, listen, I think I love a big brother. I'm just, you just I'm reaching out to my person who does my booking. Um, because I have to ask about this show now. Um what about the OG goat show? Um, I think it's a good idea. Listen, Jill and Kristen Doty, that that alone could be kind of funny, right? And there's Tasha Adams, and I forgot who else, but there was a good amount of people. Like I, I love the concept of Big Brother. So let's see where it goes, right? Um, sure. I <laughs> right I'm less enthusiastic than you are. I don't even recognize a lot of these people. Who else is on it? Oh, Reza's on it. Reza's on it. Oh, there you go. Uh, Okay, let's see. The GOAT will be an upcoming Amazon freebie show, and it'll star Kristen Doty, Reza, Jill Zarin. They're the biggest names, I think, as far as I know. And then- Tasha Adams from The Bachelor is a huge name. Oh, she is? Okay. She is. Um, Who else? Hosted by Daniel Tosh. Okay, well, Daniel Tosh is kind of funny, so that might be good. 
uh, Justin Johnson, a.k.a. Alyssa Edwards of RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. Alyssa Edwards is huge. Quars. Paolo Mayfield from 90 Day Fiance. Hey, 90 Day Fiance. Lauren Speed Hamilton from Love is Blind. Not sure. Uh, will you be tuning? I know. Will you be tuning in? Um, but there were others. I mean, Alyssa Edwards is huge. I mean, honestly, that's that's a huge drag name in RuPaul's world. Um, no, I don't think I'll be watching. I wish them all the best. But and look, if I were tapped to do this, I'd one hundred percent do it. But I, you're not going to watch. Okay, well, I'm. I'll watch. I'll support Miss Zarin and uh, Miss Doty and. We will maybe be having some people on from it. I don't think it's premiering till later this year, though. So we've got that. Is that Sarah? Right, it, is, it is always a pleasure. This was a jam-packed episode. Keep in touch, advertisers. You could have been on this show, people. We are gonna we're and we're gonna try your products. We're not just gonna. This will be a real organic endorsement. Yeah, we always try to pick people and advertisers that we feel like will really actually resonate because then, of course, you stay and we all build a relationship. And we're we not you. desperate here. We want to work with specific brands. Reach out all to right. us. At the Sarah Fraser Show on social media. Um, and it's at Behind the Velvet Rope. I love you. Love you much. All right. Hey, keep in bye, touch. Honey. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.